It's Saturday, July 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks rebounded Friday, capping a volatile week during which investors tried to reconcile a flurry of corporate earnings reports and data that at times appeared to offer conflicting narratives on the economic outlook. Major indices rallied to end the week on a fresh round of bank earnings and data showing retail sales had climbed more than expected in June. They tumbled earlier on a new reading showing inflation at yet another four-decade high and as some of the biggest U.S. banks posted disappointing quarterly results. The S&P 500 rose 72 points, snapping a five-session losing streak, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose over 650 points. In other news, more than half of the U.S. population lives in counties where COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are high enough that people should wear masks in indoor public settings, according to the CDC. The CDC's latest assessment represents a significant jump from the week before, reflecting the added pressure that the easily spread Omicron BA.5 subvariant is putting on the U.S. since it became the dominant COVID-19 strain. Over a third of U.S. counties now fall into the CDC's high category, up from one in five counties a week earlier. Los Angeles County recently joined the list. If it stays there for two weeks, officials say they will reinstate an indoor masking requirement on July 29th. More than two years into the pandemic, such mandates are rare, with health authorities largely leaving it to people to decide whether to mask. Roughly 35% of U.S. counties, accounting for 54% of the population, show a high level of COVID-19, as defined by the CDC's three-tier criteria to monitor rates of infection and strain on communities' healthcare systems. Around the world, President Biden met Friday with Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, the man he once pledged to shun for human rights violations, and shared a cordial fist bump as he tried to reset an important diplomatic relationship, bolster Mideast security, and increase the global flow of oil. It was the first encounter for the two leaders, and their chummy gesture was swiftly criticized. But Biden insisted that he did not shy away from pressuring the crown prince on the kingdom's abuses, particularly the 2018 murder of the U.S.-based writer Jamal Khashoggi, which U.S. intelligence believes was approved by the heir to the throne. I said very straightforwardly for an American president to be silent on an issue of human rights is inconsistent with who we are and who I am, Biden said after the meeting. I'll always stand up for our values, he said. Mr. Biden said Prince Mohammed claimed that he was not personally responsible for the death of Khashoggi, who wrote for the Washington Post. Back in the U.S., President Biden told Democrats to quickly push the economic package through Congress so families could sleep easier and enjoy the health care savings it proposes. Biden's statement came hours after Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginian who is one of Congress's more conservative Democrats, said that if party leaders wanted to pass a measure before next month's recess, it should be limited to provisions curbing prescription drug prices, extending subsidies for families buying health insurance, and reducing the federal deficit. Even so, Biden's directive would mean postponing congressional action on easing climate change and raising taxes on higher earners and larger companies, components he and Democrats have long wanted in the economic package. That would represent a setback for goals that rank among the party's most deeply held aspirations and would delay a risky showdown over the plan until the cusps of November's elections. Reducing pharmaceutical costs, helping consumers purchase health coverage, 
and trimming federal red ink are Democratic priorities. And Elon Musk filed a motion Friday opposing Twitter Incorporated's request to expedite a trial over his intention to terminate his $44 billion takeover. Lawyers for Mr. Musk filed papers with a Delaware Chancery Court, their first public response to the lawsuit filed earlier this week by the social media company seeking to enforce the terms of their merger agreement. The court should reject Twitter's unjustifiable request to rush this, they said in their filing. Twitter has asked the court to expedite the proceedings, citing risks from the recent economic downturn and being held in limbo by a buyer. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.